to Comically Inclined. I am Danny Stewart, your editor-in-chief for ComicallyInclined.com and the host of this podcast. And I am Blake Hickman, your social media manager. I'm Jared, and what is my thing again? That content thing. Content. Continent manager. Continent, yes. Yeah. That's right. Incontinent manager. Incontinence manager. Uh, you'll have, have to look that up. Fantastic. I am not a fan of this, but already we were having computer glitches. Um... We're down so. a heather tonight, so we are we are down one heather. <laughs> it's guys' night and it's failing miserably. Yeah, um, <laughs> so this is fun. No, 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 no. I cleared the oh. memory. It's nice. <sighs> Hi, Chris. I'm so aggravated. Um, anyway, welcome to Comically Inclined. Uh, we are talking tonight about um, DC Fandom happened last weekend. Um, their big event. They. They're kind of eschewing going to Comic-Cons and such. Big-ish um, event. Huh? huh? Yeah, well, it's a big-ish yeah. event. Yeah. So what they're doing is basically the same thing that they're doing when they're recording uh, Mandalorian and other Disney uh, Star Wars shows and stuff where they have one large studio filled with LED screens, and then they use the background around the stage to present everything to online fans. Yeah, and they're getting away from doing live releases of that like they do at New York City Comic Con or San Diego Comic Con. So uh, this was their big unveiling. They unveiled the new Batman trailer, the new Flash trailer, um, a bunch of their TV show stuff. What was that? Black Adam. Yes, uh, Black Adam. Hey, and we have Ben in the comments, which is our fact checker, and he loves to party. (laughs) Oh, yeah, Ben's here. (laughs) Hey, Ben. It's kind of crazy the uh, amount of trailers that they did release for the first time because they released the Flash and Black Adam, uh, n- new final trailer for the Batman movie. Uh, is it is, final? I th- I'm mean, assuming that they're in nice. their final phases because I've seen a few YouTubes of it right. that said it's the it's the final one because they usually go teaser, first trailer, and then like a final trailer where they start kind of revealing right. things that they didn't want you to know before. So. Oh, so I didn't realize this was the third trailer. Yeah, yeah. oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. We had gotcha. a teaser, we had a first trailer, and then now nice. this one. So, yeah, yeah, pretty exciting. Um. Sorry, guys. Um, we are also <laughs> um, going to be talking about some MCU leaks. Uh, yep. We had some pretty big ones. We'll, we'll be dipping into that as well as some confirmed things, as Blake was saying uh, early, right before we went live. Um, we also have a brand new Make Mine Marvel, um, a new Are You Done featuring Captain America versus Iron Man, um, and we also have Blood of Kings here to perform live. Um, so, Blake. Yeah, like to- <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, top of our list on, uh, on leaks and news. This is one that grabbed my attention today more. I mean, they're all equally important to me and it grabbed my attention, but uh, I didn't expect this so, re- I guess say, so soon. Sure. Uh, but as of I think today or yesterday, like it's not confirmed, but like it, I don't know. It seemed it coming from a reliable source, where go, <laughs> where Ghost Rider, like is it, somewhere in the uh, oh the multiverse break or tampering between Doctor Strange, WandaVision, Loki, sure. whoever did what, somewhere right in there, Ghost Rider gets released from a uh, a prison, and that that's how they're going to bring him into the MCU. Really. He's been imprisoned in something somewhere, oh and he breaks out with probably his, hell, probably. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> and then we expect Mephisto to come with him. So it's yeah, not in San Quentin right now. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, I don't know how many new things coming out we can mention Mephisto in before we actually get him. Yeah, uh, I'm not giving up though. Yeah, he, he, I'm still going to keep mentioning. I him. get excited every and time. And Ghost Rider and Mephisto go hand in hand. I mean, That's, come on, you're not wrong. 
Have we had an instance of Ghost Rider in uh, the uh, Netflix uh, Marvel universe? I guess they're kind of molding that into the MCU as a whole, but like, did they have a Ghost Rider in Punisher or anything like that? I don't, I don't think they I don't did. think so. I no. know they had it in um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. There was a Ghost Rider, but I'd assume they wouldn't transfer that actor over. For anything. Yeah, they're, they're really sticking to their guns about the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. still not having anything to do with the MCU. Sure. Uh <laughs> So the last so Ghost good. Rider, really, we had, you know, cinematic-wise, was the old Nick Cage. Yeah. So. Do you think he will reprise his role as, uh, as Ghost God, Rider? God, I hope not. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but that hairpiece, who didn't love that hairpiece? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, uh, if you've seen Pig, he's got long hair in that, too. Uh, so he's really paying a lot of money for those different wigs and extensions. Yeah. <laughs> A very not bald but man. not for those acting skills. So uh, it depends. It always depends. No, I'm not gonna lie. Like, like Nicholas Cage is a big love hate thing. Like I love Nick Cage. Like I, I'm not gonna lie. I do. Is he a great actor? No. But do I love a lot of his movies? Yes. I I, I think it's always case by case with Nicholas Cage. Sometimes he does some shit, and it's like, wow, what a great actor. And sometimes he does some stuff, and you're like, he should have won that was the a Oscar movie for Con Air. That's all I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, Con Air's great. Uh, his hair should have won an Oscar in yeah. Con Air, especially when he and, and, walks and off the stealing. airplane and the like wind blows across, and he's just like the Declaration <laughs> of Independence. That that's the top one right there. Oh, yeah, tar- uh, National Treasure. All right, well, all right. What's the next thing? We'll talk about Nicolas Cage for hours. We can't do this. I mean, you can't miss out on his Superman. <laughs> God, Jesus. Right, I could. I what's could miss out on his <laughs> Superman. Actually, yeah. Uh, so the yeah the next thing was pretty exciting. Uh, you know we all knew that we're probably going to get a we didn't know what version but we kind of speculated on different versions of the Hulk. But we knew a Hulk movie was in the works you know here soon. But I think it's way sooner than we expected. Uh, actually, as of yesterday or today as well, uh, Marvel Studios is reportedly developing a World War Hulk movie that is going to start production in 2022. I actually did read something about that. Yeah. So uh, it's. I don't know. We basically got some of the World War Hulk storyline with Ragnarok. So is it just going to be more of the same, or better? Yeah. Or is it? Or, or when we're talking, and I, I'm sucked that I don't know this, but World War Hulk. That's that's when he comes back to Earth. So yes. that's not Planet Hulk. So Planet Hulk is what we got in uh, Ragnarok. Ragnarok. Yeah. Right. So World War Hulk is whenever he comes back and he's pissed because he knows that the Avengers actually tried to kill him. Yeah, he's like, oh, this is huge rage. Oh, he destroys everybody. Yeah. Gosh. Yes. So that's Worldbreaker Hulk, right? Yeah. That's when he's that angry? Yeah, that's Worldbreaker Hulk. Which is, by by and large, considered the strongest version of the Hulk. Yeah. Scary. So he boy. could be one of our next new villains. I mean. That's interesting. Uh, it's, I don't, I don't know, because, like, he, he's done so much stuff where, like, especially when you think of, Age of Ultron, where he went on a rampage and destroyed an entire city, and he made the Hulk like the villain of that moment, and and that was their intent was to make him look bad. For Marvel to then turn around and do a movie where it's the Hulk versus everybody, oh. I mean, I'm sure they're going to do a great job, and I'm sure it's going to make oh, sense. Yeah. But for for us to get that when we kind of got it in Age of Ultron, yeah, and plus in a movie where the Hulk's the villain, your traditional superheroes should not be standing up to him. There's kind of that realism and unrealistic nature because if the pul- the Hulk punched Hawkeye, Hawkeye's dead. You know, that's not a movie. That's yeah. just a two second scene, you know. That's true. So they'd have to change up the entire hero dynamic of, the, uh, you know, who'd be fighting him, what he's doing. And oh, I also like didn't mention our top five section tonight. We have uh, top five non-human looking, non- 
standard human-looking yeah. superheroes. They that, have to be aliens. Yeah, th- so the... But not look like human, even if you are alien. Yeah, this we had to tough. be very clear with this, because yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's very easy to sound like you're saying, like, that character's Puerto Rican. Sure, You know, yeah, yeah. he doesn't fit, but the, the issue is, like, if you don't look like what is genetically human in, yeah. in the, you know, the human brotherhood, uh, to speak, is uh, is is what we were qualifying them as. So like Clayface. Yeah, yeah. Or like like Martian Manhunter. He's, he's John great Jones, example. but he spends most of his time. At Probably shouldn't Martian explain Manhunter. too hard. We're gonna be listing everybody else's picks. Or or these other people that I know. No, I'm not gonna. I won't break Blake's list. I'm sorry. You got anything else for us, Blake? I'll say hi to Chris McKenna in the comments there. Hey, what's up, man? What's up, Chris? Yeah, there we go. Uh, so the other thing was, uh, how about this uh, Marvel delays? Uh, we got two new Marvel movies that were unlisted. They're completely just off now. Sure. And then we've got uh, six that were pushed back six weeks or more. Uh, you know, and we got these idiots out here saying, oh, it's because, you know, Batman's coming out and Marvel's scared. I mean, let's be real, people. Maybe in a fantasy of yours, but we know it's bullshit. Marvel's got nothing to be scared you, of. You, you know, Blake, that reminds me of a thing. It's kind of like when you get like somebody that's at the top of their game, like, you know, maybe like an actor Are or an athlete. You know, like again, he, he, he that man does not care about like know, Mike somebody, Tyson. Yeah, like Mike. Okay, like Mike Tyson. You know, Mike <laughs> yeah, Tyson I doesn't this care when anybody comes up and says, right. "Dude, I can fight you." He yeah. he knows he's the champ. He knows he'd whoop anybody. So you know, it's not a threat to him. He you know he knows he's the best. Sure. Right, Danny? Come on, I would, what, what I would fight this? Prime Mike prime? Tyson. Oh, yes, man. in his prime. This guy today. <laughs> I would step in a ring with him. I would go as many you rounds as die. I could, and I firmly believe when I step in that ring that I'm going to come out a winner. It's funny hey, we're talking hey, about. Man, can we fact check this? Yeah. Oh my god! It's funny uh, that we were talking about the Hulk because that would be what would happen. The Hulk would yeah. punch, or <laughs> the Hulk. Mike Tyson would punch <laughs> Danny, and then Danny would be dead. Uh, but okay. no. Uh, so so I'm so gonna go ahead and hold get on. Them. We've got a full head of steam here. I want everybody just. I, my computer's driving me nuts, and I'm going to pull this off. Take the live down, and we're going to bring it right back up. So just hang tight for a couple of minutes. It's a little glitchy, but please come back. Yeah, because I just I can't stand this. We the have a whole the list chat isn't you refreshing. You guys can't on. see anything that's going on there. Yes. So give me two minutes. I'm going to get this fixed. We'll be right back. Stay tuned. Well, uh, with our technical difficulties, we got everything reset. Looks like we're running a lot better than we were. So here we are. Blake, you were introducing the uh, the timetable of the Marvel releases? Yeah. Yeah, uh, we had a few push back. Uh, we had a couple completely disappear off the grid. Uh, once again, you know, it's not because of DC's Batman. Just making that clear. Uh, Foggy says it's, uh, you know, most of them is about six-week delay-ish. Oh, wow. uh, some are four to five months uh, because of production. Uh, they reshoot some stuff for Doctor Strange, too. But anyways, uh, yeah, the list for Doctor Strange is 5, 6 of 22. Uh, Thor Love and Thunder now is pushed back to July 8th of 22. Uh, Wakanda Forever, uh, November 11th, 22. Uh, the Marvels, or Captain Marvel 2, whichever one you prefer to call it, that is going to push, getting pushed back to uh, February 17th of 23. Uh, Quantumania, Ant-Man of the Wasp, uh, July 28th of 23. And Guardians 3, uh, May 5th of 23. Uh, and that that really Guardians is the only one I think out of that whole list has stayed the same. Oh well. Uh, May fifth, that twenty three that has not changed. Uh, we could probably thank James Gunn for that because he probably didn't budge on that. Thanks, James. Uh, yeah. Uh, 
but yeah, most <laughs> of them were like six week delays. Uh, Wakanda Forever was about a four month delay, uh, and Quantum Mania was a five month delay. Uh, so yeah, we're going. It's for production. Uh, and here's here's another thing. Uh, maybe you know, like Quantum Mania got pushed back five month delay, which was our biggest delay probably. Yeah. Because uh, think about, I mean, uh, Kang Loki one. It was so well received. People loved it. Uh, it was unexpected. We didn't think he was going to get them that sooner. Uh, so by them pushing Quantum Mania back, you know that gives us another season of Loki two before Quantum Mania. So maybe that gives us more time to develop Kang as a character yeah. uh, before Quantum Mania. Uh, because you know Loki one, they received his character so well. They got so su- such great feedback. Yeah. Uh, maybe that there's you know. There's a reason for that, and that, that's kind of what I'm leading to. Uh, yeah, that's really interesting. Is that that whole scenario there? What, what two movies did you say got canceled altogether? Uh, they were unnamed. Oh, yeah, okay. they're just off the list now. Ugh. So I bet you wish it was Captain Marvel's movie. Yeah, uh, I mean, it wouldn't hurt my feelings, but <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to. You don't want to see the blue Marvel on screen? No, that, that's what I'm saying. I'm not. I'm not going to say so that mean. actually, because here's actually what made my day. Okay. When it got moved from Captain Marvel two to Reby entitled. The Marvels? Marvels? Yeah, yeah. Makes sense. I mean, could they really make another movie just about Brie Larson and it be accepted? No. Yeah, no. <sighs> Who knows? Hence why they're bringing in another ca- hopeful cast of the Marvels. Quick because, Blake. You know, it's just Brie Larson can't do a standalone again. Well, well Danny's it's gone. It's just not in her. Uh, let's start so. our own podcast. Oh, hey, Danny. Okay, I Danny. didn't go very far. Do you want to? Yeah, we can. Yeah, we can. What are we doing? Not shut up, man. <laughs> Own pocket. Do you have anything else from the uh, world of the internets telling us anything? Uh, yeah. Uh, Ryan Reynolds. I don't know if y'all have all heard, but he's taking a sabbatical uh, for six months, roughly, uh, on movie making. Uh, I really don't. Was a reason given? He's not. He hasn't said. He's not saying why there's a reason. He just said, uh, you know, he's got done doing this movie with Will Ferrell on Netflix coming out. Was it Netflix or Amazon? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, one of those platforms. He's going to take roughly a six month sabbatical. It should not push Deadpool three back any though, uh, because of the early stages they're in. There's a whole lot more to do uh, before. I mean, he's helped writing it. He has been helped writing it. Uh, but there's a lot that can be done without him in the next six months. Sure. So uh, as of right now, we're not looking at a delay on Deadpool three. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited That's to see the him. best news. Yeah, especially with him coming into the. Do you think he's? Was it confirmed that he will be a part of the DC universe? Uh, I'm sorry, MC universe uh, in Deadpool three, or that he may make a cameo into? No, the so Deadpool three is going to be an MCU release. It's going to be by Marvel Studios. Oh, okay, I guess I misunderstood that because I thought that he was actually. I guess by being a. Uh, MCU release that they can now bring him into prime yeah. timeline then. And and that's why the announcement was so exciting sure. is that we know we're getting Ryan Reynolds Deadpool in the MCU. That's so cool. Do you, how many of the X-Men from do you think they'll pull X-Men from Deadpool's world into a prime universe or I think if we're going to get Fox verse X-Men we're going to get them before Deadpool 3. I think sure. probably if we're going to see them Multiverse of Madness yeah. There's going to be some cameos, yeah. okay. especially with the uh, the thing where um, Scarlet Witch is going to fight Professor X. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, no, I mean she's going to fight some Fox Universe person, and I I truly do. I really believe it's going to be Professor X. Uh, I mean, yeah. I don't know. There's still stuff still leaning toward Patrick Stewart. Uh, 
And I mean, who wouldn't have to have one great last nod for Patrick Stewart? Sure. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love I love James McAvoy, uh, but just to have one last quick nod to that X Men in the Fox first, yeah, that that'd be great. I mean, I don't I don't know if I really want to see Patrick Stewart die again. Nah. Uh, But I mean, we've seen him die twice now, so that's true. It's crazy that 15 years ago, if we were talking about a, a potential cinematic event in which the Scarlet Witch was fighting Professor X. People would laugh at you. They'd go, "That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. That'll never happen." But we're literally talking. Black it's the Adam, world we live Black in Adam now has a movie. Like that's crazy that we're starting to get into these characters that are yeah. now getting the spotlight. How bad is Warner Brothers at making Superman movies that they've now they're on their third variant Superman trying to make him popular? Hmm. Like Man of Steel tanked, Shazam tanked. Yeah, it's nuts. So now they're like, let's just throw the rock at it and then do Black Adam. And tell another version of Superman and hope that this one sticks. And this time, because they didn't learn their lesson from Justice League when they just threw the whole fucking Justice League into a movie together, (laughs) they're going to throw the entire Justice Society in Black Adam instead. Yeah. uh, I mean, that's just a constant seeking ship. Uh, I don't know why we're acting surprised. They make great animated movies, though. Like, it's nuts how they dominate the animated. movie market compared to Marvel. Yeah. And, and that's did, did Shazam really tank, though? I mean, I feel like Shazam was a great... I know it's more comical, uh, you know, a little bit more of a Deadpool take, if you have, on the DC Universe. But, uh, I mean, did Shazam really tank? We didn't necessarily tank, like, monetary-wise, but it was certainly not a strong enough entry to build a franchise off of it. Like, when you think of Iron Man 1... That was the character in the movie that launched the Marvel Universe, and that was off the back of Robert Downey Jr. Like, Henry Cavill, Ben Affleck, you know, Gal Gadot, uh, whoever the F played uh, Shazam. Whatever. You, listen, I tried like my hardest, right? I uh, Gal Gadot. But, like, it none, was of, none of those people had strong enough entries or were powerful enough of characters to Zachary put, Levi. put the DC Universe right. on their back. Yeah, Zachary Levi. Yeah, you're right, you're right. So, and I think that's the big thing is, is you know, while those characters were fine, none of them were memorable. Like how every single one of our entries into the you know MCU universe was like was spot on, and that's the big difference. So our fact checker uh, Ben is in the comments, our <laughs> our human resources specialist, and he's saying that Man of Steel and Shazam didn't tank. Now I I would say they probably made their money back and a little bit plus. They probably did make Warner Brothers a little bit of money. Sure, like Man of Steel did take though. Man of Steel didn't do well. Yeah, it didn't do as well as historically Superman movies do. You're talking about in the history of Superman, especially with the Christopher Reeve Superman, one and two were huge critical and theater like ticket sales successes. And Man of Steel didn't do that. Yeah. But you're also talking about, when you're talking about a successful superhero movie now, you're talking about against the MCU. And you're talking about billion-dollar movies now compared to just kind of standard ticket sales for a, a Superman movie. So I'd say comparatively, especially with all the hype around Man of Steel, that it fundamentally tanked. Ken says, uh, I love Dwayne Johnson, but is Black Adam going to play across all demos? All demographics for Black Adam? Probably not. Um, also, the interesting thing is he's going to be a dark anti-hero. He's going to, yeah. like, literally the teaser trailer, he vaporizes a person or disintegrates them or whatever. Um, 
does what one does, you know? Right. But he's going to have a body count in this movie yeah. and still supposed to be a hero. And I wonder if we're not almost getting, like, an attempt at, like, Logan or sure. Deadpool or, you know, a darker hero doing darker things. It's right. it When Zack Snyder pushed the DC heroes in that direction of where they killed, like Batman or Superman breaking Zod's neck, um, and then Batman... Uh, Batman vs Superman. Batman has one of the highest body counts of any movie he's ever been in. He was crushing people, shooting them. They were he dropped a crate on somebody that that man clearly did not survive it. Danny, they just they just got tuckered out yeah. and they took a nap. That's right. all it happened. They're, they're fine. Their they're lives fine. don't matter. So there's nothing wrong there. Yeah, th- you don't. You're not going to build a franchise around Black Adam the character unless you just fundamentally change something about him. Because in the comics, Black Adam was anti-hero. He'd been a villain. There's just not, you know, the only character that's probably worked. I guess Deadpool worked because he was funny, and Wolverine works as an anti-hero because he's just freaking Wolverine. But I'll be right back. Keep going. Oh, bye, Danny. I'm listening. I just want to wa- see you leave. But yeah, I. I think it'd be a fine movie. I just don't think it's going to be anything spectacular because DC is yet to put. I mean, first Wonder Woman was probably the the best entry as a solo movie for uh, DC. It is like modern DCs. What is uh, uh, the first Wonder Woman storyline? Everything like it was probably the only one that actually held up as a and, as a quality. And movie. as I've mentioned several times, it's basically just Captain America: The First Avenger yeah, with Wonder Woman much. in it. It was good, but you're right. Which, speaking yeah. of Captain America, he's going to get his butt whooped. Well, that's a preview of our Are You Done segment, which will be coming later. Um, we did get DC Fandom, which is what we've been talking about. But along with that, we got the dark or the, the Batman the trailer. Batman. Yeah. So Robert Pattinson's attempts at being Batman. Yeah. I'm kind of pumped about it. I, li- I like Pat Bat. Yeah. I that. <laughs> I I'm that's I am legally binding that that's mine. I'm copyrighting <laughs> that. Pat bat. Pat bat. Pat bat. Bat pat. Nope, bat pat. Pat bat. Pat bat. Pat bat. Pan is it pan or pam? <laughs> <laughs> I think I can settle this whole pan it's, pam yeah, yeah. argument. <laughs> pam. So, yeah, uh I guess maybe that'll be our one of our first pieces uh pieces of merch is like a a uh, Pat, Pat Bat. Bat. There yeah. you go. Pat Bat. Go watch the movie in Pat Bat shirts. But yeah, I again, I've been saying it for weeks. It's going to be the best Batman, solo Batman entry into the movie sphere as a whole. Like, I'll take all of them. This one's going to be the Against best. Against any iteration. Yeah, yeah, I, any of them. And I, I don't necessarily know if I'm going to think Pat Bat's going to be our my favorite Batman, but I think he's going to be right up there with... Who is your favorite Batman? I would say as of now, I think Christian Bale, just because of how great those movies are. But honestly, as far as embodying a Batman, Ben Affleck was probably the most... Yeah, that's why Affleck's my favorite. Yeah, yeah. But like... Acting and just the the quality of the movies. I don't know how well Robert Pattinson's going to play good Bruce Wayne. But, I mean, you see some comics, Bruce Wayne is brooding, you know... When it's him, like he's not his personality is not like excitable. It's not like he's not over the top. He's just a very you know like brooding, sullen man that's just fighting for justice. So I mean, so that's why they're introducing this as a Batman Year Two story. Yeah, is he hasn't had a chance to establish that Bruce Wayne persona, mm. and he's just Batman all the time. Like okay. whether he's in the suit or out of the suit, he's because that's the real Bruce Wayne. Yeah, um, there was a. An issue. It was after he died in the comics, actually, when uh, Dick was talking about uh, Bruce, 
and how he didn't realize that Bruce had to practice to not talk like Batman when he was out of the costume because that's his real voice. Sure. Which in the DC comics, it's not always like, Where's, where is she? You know, it's not always that. He, he just has a really like steely voice that's like, it's cold and it like takes, like saps the, the sure. warmth out of your body when he talks to you. Yeah. Um, but he has to practice like putting warmth and, and feeling and emotion back into his voice because his real voice is that Batman voice. That sounds a lot like my life. <laughs> <laughs> Are you okay, buddy? Yeah, no. Yeah, Who I'm hurt good, you? <laughs> so many people. So um, I am going to be dipping back and forth through the whole recording. Um, unfortunately, our uh, technical director, Heather, is out tonight. Um, she was not feeling well, so... Um, we miss you, Heather. Yeah, pay your respects to we Heather in the comments. So she's much. Not like, not like pay your respects like she's dead, but just like we appreciate you and thank you for yeah, we miss you being here because like, I can't focus because I'm running. Yeah. I'm running the show too while we're recording. Yeah, Danny, I think Kim's right too. Pattison, he well, okay. I'm still on the fence about Pattison being great, but uh, I don't think this is going to be a connected film uh, to anything. I doubt. Uh, it. Well, with. With the Flash movie, which we also got the the new trailer for that at right. Fandom, we're seeing multiverse, which Marvel's doing it, DC's doing it at the same time. We're getting a multiverse in DCEU as well because we're going to see the Tim Burton, um, Michael Keaton Batman on screen again. Which is but nuts. we're also we're also going to see the Ben Affleck Batman in the same movie, so we're going to get two Batman at one time. We have two Flash in the movie. Uh, younger or I don't know. Initially, he was could be three, right? Was that? Did they say there could be three Flash? It's potential that Not sure, but so what I read and I can kind of see this happening. But that other Barry that's in the trailers, yeah. the one with the longer hair, right. might have a bad turn. He might go from being good to bad somewhere so in he there. Could be reverse Flash. Maybe that's what they're saying. It could be. It could be There's a so reverse much stuff Flash in the air right now. Well, that'd be so interesting because, like, Reverse Flash is the reason why Flash's mom in the comics is dead. Right. So it's kind of one of those weird things where, like, because what is his name? Something Thawne. Uh, Eobard. Eobard. <laughs> what a weird name. So, I mean, like, it, that's, like, one of Flash's main points of being a superhero is the fact that, you know, his mom he was killed by, well, he didn't know it at the beginning, but that his mom was killed by somebody. So I also get a strong, and I've seen other people talking about this, but I get a strong Red Death. Like vibe that okay. they're the idea that he's wearing the Tim Burton Batman's costume spray painted red. Sure. And that's his flash suit because Red Death, who is Bruce Wayne from an alternate universe who got the speed force and he went around as a bat flash killing people. Bat flash. It's, you know, we're getting a Batman flash hybrid costume with the Barry character in it. That's and interesting. he's learning from a Batman. So it's it's a bit of an uh, amalgamation of, I think, several different Flash villains. Or he's going to be fine. He's going to be a hero. It's a misdirect, and we're going to get actual reverse Flash, Eobard Thawne or Professor Zoom yep. um, in, the com- or in the movie. It's so early, I mean, in these trailers, too. I mean, we just got the first trailer, really, didn't we? Sure. This yeah, this trailer. was the first. Yeah, there was yeah. a teaser, and then this is so the first. So there's so much still to learn and to be un- uncovered. So there's just no telling where they're going to go with this. Thank you, Ben. 
Yeah, also, Heather's not here to pass out our gold stars, but she did give me one in the chat. So is I'm up really one the for the night. Is it really the same thing? I'll take it. I'll chat. take what I can get. I I never get gold stars. I didn't see that. Yeah, yeah. you wouldn't. It didn't happen. Mm. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I feel like he gave himself a gold star. I'm not. Why? Every, he I don't, said Heather gave him one in the chat. Damn it. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, sounds uh, like a liar to me. <laughs> how about our, uh, our, our musical uh, segment? We do on? have Blood of Kings here tonight. You guys ready to hear some uh, yeah. live music? Let's hear it. Are we ready? Okay. Let's do we, it. We'll be right back with Blood of Kings. Yeah, yeah. As soon as I find it, hold on. <laughs> hi, hi. <laughs> We're Blood of Kings. Can you hear me? Am I coming through? Fantastic. Whenever you're ready, Mr. Scott Weiss. We travel these roads, perils abound, sharing our tales, come gather around. Our story is wrought of battles we fought, fortunes we've sought, and companions we've lost. Hear me now, this promise I make, question my honor, I'll answer with my blade. Ride now for valor, bring glory to our names. We live for battle, we warriors of faith. Time now, this promise I make. Question my honor, I'll answer with my blade. The great king has fallen, our kingdom is lost. Warriors of fate, we wander this land. The time will come, final battle awaits. When death is upon us, we'll meet him with steel. Hear me now, this promise I make. Question my honor, I'll answer with my blade. Cool. Thanks, guys. Thanks for the. No, that's great. No, it's. Wow. What a what a great audience. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, anyway, we are uh, Blood of Kings. This is Scott Weiss, my musical better half, and I'm Danny Stewart, your host for this podcast and also singing for you tonight. Uh, we wrote these songs about 10 years ago, and we haven't performed them in about, what, do you, what would you say, Scott, about eight years? Um, but anyway, we were going through a uh, power metal phase, and we wrote a whole album of power metal songs, all tributes to Blind Guardian. So if these are a little minstrelly, that's why. Uh, am I too loud? Turn your guitar up. Probably good. I don't know. The audio tech isn't here. So anyway, so that was uh, Warrior Poet, and this is uh, Warrior's Legacy. father told me when I was just a boy guide me through trouble terror loss and pain wisdom of my forebears past father to son lead me now in manhood to you I pass them on to you I pass them on none can promise too much Beware the night 
It saddens me to say I can't always be there to show your burdens. The weight is yours to carry. Keep my words with you in your darkest hours. I'll be right beside you, the proudest of fathers, the proudest of fathers. Strike swiftly. Thank you, guys. We will be right back. This is why we need an audio tech. Uh, okay, so that was uh, Blood of Kings. Wow, what a what a group. Uh, wish I could have heard it. Um, <laughs> Who is the lead singer? Uh, just some guy. Uh, he, he's uh, very much like uh, when Journey was looking for a lead singer. They found him laying homeless in front of a uh, theater or a stadium, and they brought him on and made him their lead singer. That's, that's that where really that guy came happened. from, too. Um, but anyway, so let's uh, – you guys ready? Jared, you're doing the voice this week, right? Yep, he promised you would. Dude, listen, I forget what the voice is supposed to be every week. Do your best. Randy Macho Man Savage, do what it. What is it again? Top five. Oh, yeah, top five. Thank you. There we go. I forget every time. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> it's top five. Top five. Apparently the graphic isn't going to work today. Whatever. All right. So today we have our top five. It is, uh, it is top five uh, non-human looking superheroes. Uh, Sounds, yeah. Sound about right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Aliens, alien superheroes. And non-human looking. Yeah, alien yeah. and non-human yeah. looking superheroes. Yeah. Because as we discussed, like some characters like Drax the Destroyer, if yep. he was on your list, hopefully he's not, would count. And not he's anymore. initially a human who became something else. So he would count. A symbol. 
You don't a think silent you, you don't protector. think Drax would count? What's the difference between Drax and the Hulk? He's big. He's green. He said the Hulk could count last week. The Hulk does count. He, he, yeah. Let's just, none. We don't. None of us have Drax on our licks. Yeah, we're, we're all good. fine. Yeah. Right, 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 right. Yeah, Blake, yeah. why don't you start us off with oh, your number yeah. one? Uh, number five. Uh, number five. Yeah. yeah. Let's start at five. He uh <laughs> he has a human shape, but he doesn't look human. Oh boy. That's a uh, Silver Surfer. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Well, he is alien. Yeah. And I think it is, counts. Yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm okay, saying cool. it counts. I was hoping it wasn't debatable. So. I don't know anybody that's silver. Uh, yeah, the Herald of Galactus. Uh, you know, not the Fox Universe. I mean, I don't know. Fox Universe's Silver Surfer wasn't bad. I mean, it's pretty comic accurate. And who doesn't love sure. Lawrence uh, Fishburne? Uh, What's that I don't mean? know. That, that's do what? I, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, anyway. Silver Surfer. I mean, yeah, who, who, who can't appreciate, you know, someone wanting to save his world and his people and sacrifice his life for eternity uh, just to keep them alive? Yeah. Want to uh, be a good dad? Yeah. yeah. Norrin Rad, um, Herald of Galactus, uh, famously has fought Galactus to keep him from destroying planets as often as he does his 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 uh, duty of guiding Galactus to planets to eat. Yeah. What so a story. Jared, you're number five. So my number five comes from the Green Laner Corps, and that is my favorite oh. lovable alien that looks like a bulldog, and that's Kilowog. So I always liked him in the comics. Uh, a lot of the recent animated movies, he's fantastic. And so just the big, big brute, lovable guy of uh, the Green Lantern Corps. Simple, easy peasy. Nice. Yeah. You said human, not canine, so we're good. Right. Yeah, well, he can look like a there dog. There is a there's a dog Green Lantern. Uh, yeah, what is yeah. his name? Uh, there's a lot of dog superheroes. That's a story for another. Yeah, time. but this yeah, guy, like <laughs> you know, like Crypto the Super Dog is a dog with Superman's powers. Yeah, this, yeah. this is a talking dog looking character. Yeah. Um, Ben's number five is the Predator. Um, oh, that's a good one. That's a great one. Yeah. I, I love Predator. I was gonna say maybe not as a hero, but. Yeah, honestly, he's not he, a hero, but he has been a hero at times, or the various degrees of predators. So there's <laughs> a ton of them. Um, warrior race from an alien planet that lives to fight and hunt, and that's like a hundred percent of his that's what mo. That's just yeah. what they do. Do you think he knits? Does like, he have like a weird hobby? You know, he collects <laughs> he collects stones from all the planes he murders people from. I will say that's something know. that we don't that's ever strange. really see. Is, sure. Um, I pay to watch that. The in between when the predators are traveling from planet to planet, what yeah, they yeah. do for their to fill their spare time. Like there's one predator nobody hibernation. likes. I mean, she's like, "Shut up, Greg! Stay in the back of the plane." Jeez, <laughs> hate that guy. It wasn't your <laughs> girlfriend's step cousin or some shit? We wouldn't even let him be here. <laughs> I love bitch. that his name was Greg. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shut up, Greg. Yep. What's yours, Danny? My number five is Weapon H. Okay. So also affectionately referred to as the Hulk Vereine. Sure. So this is a character who was part of the Weapon uh, Weapon X program, similar to Wolverine, um, and then the Weapon Gamma program, which is also where Hulk comes from. Um, he was given Wolverine's healing factor, adamantium claws, bone claws, so... In his normal form, he's basically another Wolverine. But then he can also hulk out into a giant gray Hulk who also has Wolverine's claws. Oh, wow. And on top of that can cause spiny, bony protrusions to come out of his body to attack people with. Um, He was a former soldier who um, 
got pulled into this program, had his memory wiped. He was used by the government to kill people and just like carry out crazy missions that nobody else could do. And then Wolverine and the Hulk actually freed him uh, from all of that government control, and he became a hero in his own right. Yeah. Interesting. I just want to say that this is the first and only time that I've ever heard somebody say bony protrusion, and I didn't say <laughs> that's what she said. So <laughs> I want a gold star. All right, what well, do we got? Number four. Heather. Yeah, number like? four. Uh, I don't know if y'all's ready for this. No, so, but not here at we all. go. Stitch from Lilo and Stitch. I thought about. Okay. I thought about Stitch. Like, <coughs> yeah, break uh, it down. I what? mean, I mean, yeah, we got tell us a little why. blue guy. He kind of turns. Out, he's kind of you know not the best of guy. Turns out hero. Uh, he adapts to humanity sure. and, and loving or loving humanity. You know, and uh, you know he he truly learns what the word Ohana means. You know, it's family. It never gets oh, left is behind. Is that what it means? Yeah. yeah. Nice. And uh, means nobody family. gets left behind yeah. or forgotten. Exactly. That's a so, lot. So uh, you can't really go wrong with Stitch. I mean. And he, there was a second movie, right? Like, it wasn't as popular, but he was. Yeah. And there was a t- uh, they actually did a second movie, and they had a show. Uh, wow. So. That's crazy. Stitch is a very yeah. lovable. Good for you, man. Superhero. It's not human. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> All right. What about you, Jared? So my number four kind of comes into the anti-hero realm as well, but this is one that you probably would have never have thought of, okay? He's big. He's green. He steps all over Tokyo. And I'm talking about Godzilla. So, like... Interesting. So in the movie, you know, mythological whatever, uh, like, mythos of uh, Godzilla, he's been a villain. He's been a hero. Most recently in the movie, he's kind of like an anti-hero, but, you know... He's just protecting the world from all these monsters. And, I mean, geez, what the biggest, you know, non-human superhero I think we've had uh, here on Earth. So I'd like yeah. to see that crossover. The king of monsters, the yep. original kaiju, the <laughs> the one that started it all, famously lost to King Kong in the original uh, yep. Godzilla versus King Kong. Yeah. Hmm. Straight out you should probably of- grab that microphone, Scott. Great commentary over there, Scott, yelling. He fought his way out of hell in the comics. Nobody heard you. He, yeah. Hey, while Scott was mumbling, I just want to tell you guys, he did fight his way out of hell in the comics. <laughs> so just want to throw that one out there. What What's Ben's number four? It's uh, you know, he sent us his list, so. Yeah, he uh, did. Uh, Jesse yeah. said Spawn is his. Yeah, and I would say, even though Jesse immediately said that, you know, Spawn wouldn't count because he's human, Spawn's return to Earth was as a hell spawn. I would say he doesn't really carry any human characteristics. His body's sure. burnt beyond recognition. He has yeah. no nose. I'd say Spawn counts. Yeah. Oh, yeah, wow. Definitely. Yeah. All right, so Ben's number four is Chewbacca. Huh. Okay. That sounds familiar. Yeah, yeah, super original, Ben. Jeez. It does. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, gosh, what a great non-human hero, I mean, from the world Who of Star Wars. Who doesn't love Chewbacca? I yeah, mean, yeah. And, I mean, he he owed a Wookiee life debt, and he stuck to it. And he yeah. fought with Han through right. a lot of the Shows stuff. Shows dedication. Arguably <laughs> Abandoned more, his whole family, never yeah. went back to see them. One of the more highly decorated soldiers in the Rebellion. Like, the dude was up there with, you know, Han and Leia and, you know, Luke doing stuff all the yeah. time. And he looked like he could give good hugs. So, Oh, you know those are the best hugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah Chewbacca yeah, gives yeah. the best hugs. Yeah. Smelled like a, smelled we like categorically. a wet dog. If we're all honest with ourselves, we would love to have a Chewbacca in our life. Oh, hell yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. no complaints. I would love to have Chewbacca in my life. As long as he's not ripping my arm off. Yeah. But um, All right, what's your uh, number My four number three is actually a recommendation from Scott himself. You're on number was, four. Uh, my number four. <laughs> Jeez, Heather, please come back. We yeah. need you I'm so I'm very bad. distracted. I apologize, yeah, everyone. I'm doing the best I can. But anyway... My number four is Glob Herman from the X-Men. Okay. Uh, he's 
got a translucent body. You sure. can see his skeleton and his brain, and everything else on him is a, kind of this translucent goo. Um, he's got super strength. Um, he's a very innocent human being. He's kind of a fun character. He he can be i believe he can be completely destroyed and he regrows himself from it nice. um but yeah i love glob herman i think he's a lot of fun every nice. time he shows up on the page <laughs> so funny all right what, what do we got we're number three on you now yeah number three uh you know we're going i'm kind of going to mcu characters you okay know, like sure, sure. no way lay it on us big dog i'm so caught off Surprise, guard by this but here we go <laughs> uh rocket raccoon <laughs> okay uh i mean who, who doesn't love bradley cooper I mean, no one real, I know. I don't, I don't know how the Rocket Raccoon Communists. is in the comic books, uh, but uh, I don't know. Just, just the way he portrayed the character, uh, the sarcasm, the wittiness, the comedy, uh, yeah. just great. I, I love it all. Sure. Uh, what's I, there not like? And you got a raccoon that's over here just trying to go after every mechanical appendage on any human he runs across. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I just, I just love his character in MCU. So that's my number three. Nice. Very cool. Nice. Yeah. Great. So my number three is one from I think most of our child well our childhoods, uh, but the genie from Aladdin. Oh, I thought you'll see Larry Boy. Arguably the the yeah. hero of his movie, you know, and of that whole entire storyline. But I I love Robin Williams. I love <sighs> the genie. Probably one of my most memorable characters growing up as a child. And I just always remember thinking like the genie came back, man. You know, Robin Williams back. is one of the most memorable actors in my childhood. Yeah, yeah, like man, I yeah. Honestly, how great would it have been to plug him into the MCU if they would have been able to get a chance? Like Robin Williams or Genie? Robin, Robin Williams. Williams. Who was okay? Well, this is DC, and I apologize for going on these changes. Who was the guy that was the little alien dude that would pop in and out, and he was like some sort of weird creature? Mister Mixius Pitalik. That's exactly who. Could you imagine an animated Mister whatever the heck you just Mixius said? Pitalik? But voiced by Robin Williams. That'd be nuts. That would have been very fantastic. genie. Yeah, yeah, very for sure. Genie. Yeah. It would have been great. I now correct me if I'm wrong, especially Ben. Um, I think that Mixius Pitalik was voiced by um, oh that one guy. Uh, the Affleck he did the Affleck duck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Gilbert Godfrey. Gilbert Thank Godfrey. you, Scott. Coming in, coming in strong over there. Gilbert Godfrey did the Affleck duck. Yeah, I never knew that. Yeah, yeah. Well, for a while, he doesn't do it anymore. Oh, okay. Yeah. But the really abrasive, like, Affleck! Yeah. That was Gilbert Gottfried. Yeah. Oh, interesting. That was a lot. main thing I remember him from my childhood is Problem Child. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. I don't know if that should have been part of my childhood, but anyways. No uh, judgment here. So so Ben's number three is Howard the Duck. Ben's number three is Howard the Duck. That's so cool. You know yeah, what they say? What? Was it? Ducks be, ducks be fucking? Is that what? <laughs> <laughs> once you go you duck, luck, you go, once duck. You go quack, you gotta go back. That way he said, what if? He's like, if you're out of luck, go duck. Yeah. Oh, I guess it's once you go quack, you never go back. Yeah. The, <laughs> there's so many. It's so yeah. versatile. It is versatile. Yeah. Um, Voiced by Seth Rogen in the MCU. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. really cool. Uh, I forgot about that, actually. What a great cast for that. <laughs> I, w- I wonder if they were just like sitting there one day and be like, hey, man. You want to play a duck? And he's like, <laughs> yeah. Hell, hell yeah, man. Let's do it. Yeah, well, like, I'm sure it was like, yeah, I loved you. That was probably all it was. It was like, just sign this paper. You can play a duck in the MCU. Yeah, hell yeah. Let's let's do it. <laughs> all right. My number three uh, is Swamp Thing. Okay. Uh, I forget his name, but I'm sure you remember it. He's a scientist that uh, 
was killed and had his body thrown in a swamp, and he in became the avatar sure. of um, the green, the Earth, the green. Yes, uh, and then has had a litany of adventures. Two movies, sure. Uh, the second of which stars Heather Locklear alongside Swamp Thing. Um, catch it on the Sci Fi Channel one late night. Yep. Um, but just always a fun character, and uh, the uh, Alan Moore run on Swamp Thing is where it really became like less of like a fun like oh this guy's got plant powers and more like holy shit what would it be like to be the living embodiment of all plants on Earth? Yeah, uh, you know a little darker as you can expect from an Alan Moore story, sure. but uh, very fun. In and so cool too, because in the most recent like Justice League, he was in Justice League Dark, the animated yes. movie, and his powers in that were so cool. Because like he had the ability to transport people around the world as long as there was vegetation there, huh. and like he was he was pretty badass. Like he was much more badass than what he normally is in the comics. Right. So he's very powerful. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. He's, Swamp Thing is no joke. Yeah. All right, what's your number two, man? Yeah, so I got one last MCU character. Okay. Hey, two out of five. I'm getting better at this. I'm uh, leaving you, buddy. But anyways, it kind of goes hand-in-hand with Rocket Raccoon. And that, that's the MCU's Groot. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> of course, if you're going to have Rocket the Raccoon, yeah. you got to have Groot, yeah. you know? And uh, not necessarily, you know, adult Groot, which, I mean, that was fun and all. Uh, and it's definitely no bow to Vin Diesel at all. But, uh, <laughs> you know, Baby Groot was my, my fun, the funnest. Sure. H- who, who could not love Baby Groot in the movies? You, you I know, mean, the good time. You know Vin Diesel voiced Baby Groot I know as well, he did. Right? Yeah, he it, did. But I'm letting you all know it's not because of Vin Diesel. Okay, why okay, I'm picking okay. him. Yeah. What do you got against Vin Diesel? I, I have nothing against him. Uh, I just, I don't know, I find it hard. I feel like <laughs> he, anybody could have played Baby he, Groot's voice. Oh, yeah, hold on, hold on, hold on. I think on, you're right. On. Almost Academy nominated actor Almost. Vin Diesel. <laughs> He is so versatile. Well, I mean, Groot is all about family. Sure. So, yeah. Jared, who's with your number two? <laughs> <laughs> we get into it. So my number two comes from the Star Wars universe as well, and that's Ahsoka Tano. Oh, uh, yeah. Hell yeah. One of my yeah. favorite characters from the uh, um, the Clone Wars mm-hmm. uh, TV show. Pretty much for me, like, made that entire thing, you know, you know the the apprentice to um, Anakin Skywalker left the Jedi Order, became her own you know thing, and you know is still out there. And fantastically enough, she's still viable within the uh, Star Wars universe to be a character either in you know um, yeah the new shows coming up or even in her own movies. So really excited to see what she's got going on. So. Okay, and Ben's number two is... Beta Ray Bill. Beta Ray Bill, the alien Thor. Sure. Um, A horse face. He impressed Odin so much with his fighting ability and his warrior um, fortitude that Odin made him his own hammer, similar to Molnair, uh, Stormbreaker. Sure. Which is the hammer that Thor uses in the MCU now. But in the comics, that was originally Beta Ray Bills, Beta Ray Bill. uh, with the axe head on the backside and the hammer on the front. It's yeah. it's one handed though, like Molnair in the comics, and sure. it's solid gold. Uh, but yeah, Beta Ray Bill um, fights Hulk and Planet Thor. Yep. That's who. Um, he actually, if you watch, not Planet Thor in Ragnarok, Beta Ray Bill's face is on the side of the tower. Yeah, there in the center of yep. Sakaar. So cool. Yeah, yeah very cool. And probably one of the best-named ships of all time is uh, Beta Ray Bill's ship, the Scuttlebutt. So. Yeah. yeah. And honestly, I'm, I'm kind of expecting to see a, at least a little glimpse of something of Beta Ray Bill, maybe in uh, Doctor Strange 2, Multiverse Madness. Uh, I mean, if they... If they th- I think he's coming eventually. I think we're going to get Beta I, Ray I Bill. Should. Yeah, for sure. Or maybe Especially... Even- 
Thor Love and Thunder. Love and Thunder is yeah. possible because yeah. that storyline they're doing requires three Thors. Yeah. Um, when they fought Gore, it was three different Thors from different places in time. It was old uh, All Father Thor, who's looks old. He's old. He looks like yeah. he's old, and he looks like Odin. And then there was Young Thor before he got Molnir, and then yeah. there was the current MC. You bet uh, you like, wasn't like King Thor. Thor, like the version of Thor during that was like he's already King Thor in there. Or was yeah. That well. Made, I may be thinking of old uh, of Odin. It's yeah, it's the yeah. All Father. Yeah, yeah. Um, my number two is probably the sexiest entry on this list. Um, if you're not familiar with him, his name is Dupe. He was from <laughs> X Force and the X Statics uh, in the comics. He's basically a giant pickle uh, with <laughs> eyes and a mouth and Larry two boy. scrawny little arms. Yeah, Larry Boy, it's knock Larry off boy. Larry Boy. Yeah, yeah for yeah, sure. Yeah, except he's uh, his powers change constantly. Okay, they're never the same. He <laughs> Fought the Hulk and was at his power level at one point. A giant pickle. He can, huh? Just like Larry Boy. A giant would. pickle. Yeah, Dupe. Yeah, you look at him up. He's hilarious. Um, Dupe cannot learn English, but he speaks a language that everyone else can understand. Cucumber? I, well, maybe. Um, would you let the man speak, Blake? He, oh, my God. He has no <laughs> official origin. They don't know where he came from. I know where he came from. Aisle 7 at Costco. But, uh, <laughs> one of the most badass characters in the comics. He always has Wolverine's respect. It's just such a weird he and fun character. Yeah. He has Wolverine's respect. He has Wolverine's respect. Because they barroom brawl together for funsies. Yeah. He's, you know you're badass. I'm going to have to look this up now tonight. Ball yeah, ball, Dupe's yeah. great. Um, I was going to get some sleep. D-U-K-E. D O O P. Dupe. Okay. Yeah, not oh. Duke. Yes. <laughs> Dupe. Gotcha. Blake, hit us with your number one. Autobots rollout. Optimus Prime. I hate this list so much. <laughs> I want to. I want to okay. try to do my best, Peter Cullen. I even Autobots transform and roll out. I've put some chills. Oh, yeah, that's try good, actually. Yeah, it was, I, it was pretty like good. That. Yeah. Are, are you going to go? You want to give me one? No, no, no. I, I'm not going after that. I okay, think, cool, 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 I cool, think, cool. I think Liam Neeson did a great job, too, though, uh, in the movies. That was what? not Liam Neeson. Yeah, that's what? Peter Cullen. No, what? <laughs> yeah, Peter Cullen voices Optimus Prime in all the no. movies. Ben, please, for the love of God. Huh? No, I, I feel like it's... It was not Liam Neeson. Ben, fact check that for us, please. I feel like Liam Neeson did the movies. I don't... Not that I'm aware of. Challenge. Challenge on the play. As far as I know, Somewhere it was the actual somewhere. voice actor from Generation so anyway, 1. While we Peter. figure out what, who it is, why Optimus Prime is your number one? Uh, it's Peter yeah, something. Yeah, please fact check that. Anyway, I may we'll be see wrong, it in a minute. But uh, uh, this, is, anyway, this is controversial. Jared, hit us with your number no, no, one. I want to hear about, he just said Optimus Prime. Oh, you're right. We I, we've talked over this yeah, whole Yeah, no, thing. go ahead. I mean, Optimus Tell us Prime. all about Optimus Prime. Well, I mean, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna be honest. With you. I don't know a whole, whole lot of the detail. He transforms into a yeah, truck. Yeah, he transforms to a semi. He's a leader uh, of the Autobots. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's about it. Right so, there. Generation One Transformers. Um, at the end of the series, they released the Transformers movie. It was in the '80s. Um, at the end, well, not even at the end. At the beginning of the Transformers movie, Hasbro is like, "We have another line of toys coming out, and we want to sell them. So, in order to get rid of this first line of toys, we're going to kill them all off in this movie." Nice. And then introduce the new line with the new characters. So Hot Rod is supposed to be taking Optimus's place as the new leader of the Autobots. So they kill Optimus off in the first 15 minutes of the movie. And kids were so upset that they were locking themselves in the room, in their room and refusing to come out, going on hunger strike because of the death of Optimus Prime. Kids were attempting suicide. They were so upset about Very the death serious. of Optimus Prime. It was huge. It was a huge thing whenever he died to kids in the, 80s, in the 80s. Oh so God. then, 
To make it better, when in Generation 2 Transformers, the TV series, instead of bringing Optimus back, they bring him back as a zombie and then kill him off again. <laughs> nice. Because they just did not give a shit about what kids thought. So it was, I don't know, four or five seasons after that before Optimus officially came back. But That's nice. yeah, So big came in grip on our uh, back-checking. Uh, well, yeah, actually, I've... Ben Stewart said uh, Liam Neeson is the most recent in the movies. Colin did 2016 and 2019 movie, but they have both actually voiced Prime well, in the in the movie. Well, Peter Cullen died. Okay, so that's when I guess when Good Liam job, Neeson Blake. took over. So we were both right. Good well, job. the great thing about that is I haven't seen either of those because uh, I stopped ben, watching them. Ben said in the comments that one. But could that drink still gasoline. makes us both. Peter right Cullen's still alive. Friend. Oh. Yeah, he did. I take that back, that, too. Well, wow. Not, I, I, no, hang on. Look, he said uh, Colin did 2016-2019. That's only two of, what, four or five movies? So that means Liam Neeson did two or three as well. Yeah, because there's a shit ton of those movies. Yeah. So we're both right, you know? I'm so glad we went How's down that feel? Path. It feels great. To be right. Feel good? Yeah. yeah. I feel like I'm going to host the next episode. <laughs> this is how I feel all the time. <laughs> there you go, buddy. It must feel great. <laughs> yeah. Danny, ask me what my number one is. Hey, Jared. What's your number one? So, guys, guys, let me let you in on my childhood real fast, okay? I was young. I was probably like six, six years old. Is this a story old. about how the nanny touched you? Okay, I'll tell the, I'll tell the other story then. Okay, Sorry. yeah, do that. <laughs> I forgot. So, no, uh, as a young child, you know, I like to watch movies, and one of my favorite movies ever growing up was the animated Robin Hood. So, growing up, Robin Hood mm-hmm. was my superhero. I loved the movie. I loved everything about it. I wanted to shoot a bow and arrow with a, just a long shirt that had no pants on, you know? <laughs> so for me, number one and always and forever will be my favorite superhero. No! <laughs> We're stealing that? stars today. What the hell did you just do, sir? Ben I don't want so. that one. <laughs> but yeah, so Robin Hood from the animated uh, movie is That's my a great choice. number one favorite yeah. non-human superhero. So Ben's number one. Is Larflees from the Green Lantern comics? Oh, the only Orange Lantern. Um, his uh, that's a good pick. Lantern power is envy. Uh, no, greed. His lantern power is greed, and uh, he can create an entire army of Green Lanterns off of the one orange power ring. Oh, wow. but he's the only one. There's only one ring, and Larflees will not let anyone else touch it. He's like Gollum. Like, he just wants that ring. Nobody gets to touch it. He's crazy. Yeah, exactly. That's really what Larflee's character is like. (laughs) But one of the most powerful lanterns in existence because he's the only one with the ring. Sure. Uh, Oddly enough, my number one is also an entry of Vin Diesel voicing a character, the Iron Giant. Oh. Oh, yeah. Man. So Warner Brothers released a cartoon movie, uh, mid 90s, late 90s, early 2000s. Uh, mid- yeah, late, late 90s. 90s. Say late 90s. Late 90s, yeah. Uh, I think that's a safe bet. Introduced a character. He was a giant robot sent to Earth to destroy the planet. Got a brain uh, concussion. Brain concussion. That's how people say that. Got a concussion. Uh, Lost his memory, couldn't remember what he was there for, befriended a small child, learned about Superman, decided to become a hero, saved the town, fought off the alien invasion. The Iron Giant's amazing. And arguably one of the most badass, like, because they actually did stats for the Iron Giant, and the Iron Giant's a freaking powerhouse. Like, the Iron Giant would KO Godzilla. I guarantee it. Like in in the mythos of Iron Giant, like the dude's a badass. It's it's nuts. Iron Giant, nineteen ninety nine, right Ooh. under the wire on that late nineties, early two thousand, right before Y two K. 
<sighs> That's true. When robots were coming to destroy us all and computers were going to shut down and the stock market was going to go under. Oh. Or nice. it just rolled over to 2000 and everything was fine. Nice. Mm. So what's our... Uh, What's our next week's top five? Because that's the end next of our week, top five. Next uh, week. So it's Halloween. Ooh. Uh, the week of Halloween. Okay. So it's our Halloween episode. Yeah. Um, so let's do something. Let's do. Top five horror? Top five scariest characters. Okay. Comics, movies, TV shows. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. Books. Whatever. Sweet. Yeah. Sound good? Yeah. yeah. All right. So this has been our top five for this week. As soon as I trigger the thing. God, Heather, I, Heather, I miss you so bad. Oh, my God. Top five. But anyway, so uh, now that we've had the top five, Blake, are you ready to make mine Marvel? Yeah, let's do it. Let's freaking do it. I don't have your music set up. <laughs> let's freaking do it. <laughs> Make my marvel. That that's what we'll do. You ready? I'll do it. Yeah, so uh, I'm starting this series of Avengers Disassembled. Oh, boy. Uh, I didn't get very far into it this week. I apologize. So uh, we're only going to cover one issue this week. That's uh, next week we'll cover two or three, though. Uh, so it starts out with the Spectacular Spider-Man. Uh, shows Mary Jane and Peter Parker in their apartment house, whatever they're living in. And uh, kind of starts showing this woman walking in the public amongst some uh, uh people and they're kind of getting zombified uh not zombies but zombified you know kind of like mind trance uh following her uh it's going back and forth between uh peter and uh mj talking well then uh they're in the bathroom and uh something just goes off in his spider sense he falls down to the ground and he asks uh mj you know you hear that humming and uh she really i guess doesn't show no effect to what he's talking about uh, so he decides to suit up, go find out what's going on, because something just does not feel right. Uh, he ends up like on some balcony outside. Been there, huh? Nothing. Okay. Shut up, Danny. Uh, so, anyways, uh, lo and behold, here comes America's ass himself, Captain America, floating <laughs> down his American parachute. Uh, Spider-Man makes a little whimsical saying about, "Oh, here's a guy from another time zone." Uh, so I feel like uh, they're not on the best of uh, terms. Maybe not like fighting or nothing like that, but uh, yeah, I don't feel like he's a big fan of them. Uh, so trying to figure out what's going on, uh, they jump up to the top of a roof where they think uh, some stuff's coming up there. They can sense, they can sense some stuff. Uh, then here comes the woman, uh, pretty much being carried in a chair on people's shoulders, and uh, Cap apparently knows her. Uh, we still have, n- have not been told who this person is. Cap doesn't really say who he kn- that he knows this person. Uh, who they are or claims to really know them, but uh, Spider-Man definitely knows that she knows Cap because of something she says. And so uh, she decides to tell Spider-Man he cannot even stand up against her. She gives off this shrilling sound, and uh, blood starts around his nose. He falls down, and for some weird, odd reason, she picks him up and starts kissing him. And to be continued on that issue, uh, we'll knock out two or three more issues next week to kind of go over, uh, not to have so much of just one issue. So what's your guess? Like, what the hell's going on here? Uh, yeah, I, I really don't know. I feel like there's somebody that's got some kind of, I really feel like there's some kind of 
power this woman has as a trance where she can have people do what she wants of uh that's just like normal humans you know nobody has special powers or anything like that who she is i really have no idea uh who she is the cap i mean come on it's probably a past love interest uh that went sour Ooh. uh i mean co- she's no peggy carter so he probably kicked her to the rocks after a one-night stand uh <laughs> cap's not having a one-night stand yeah, hey. not, his, not a lot his, of his morals do change he will Steve curse Rogers. later on i mean so uh i don't know we'll, we'll find out next week uh i have a lot more stuff to cover than uh just this little bit that i gave today but uh yeah let's make my marvel this week Welcome back to the show. Thank you for that Make Mine Marvel, Blake. Yeah. We appreciate it. So Avengers Disassembled. I appreciate you. Huh? appreciate you. <laughs> yeah. Buddy. Uh, that was, uh, you know, it's a series that I haven't really dipped into yet, so great to hear. Oh, now I'm even more excited. Yeah, you're ahead now of me. I know this. Yeah, I'm, yeah we're I'm not asking ready questions, not telling you what's going on. Right, yeah. Cool. I'm learning from this you now. This is very empowering. <laughs> for you, being, being equally right as Danny on one subject today, and then knowing that I'm covering a series that he's not really been over. Yeah. So. What is going on with me? I feel like I, I feel like I don't want to say that I'm off today. Oh, you're not. I off. just think you're getting better. I oh, would thank you. I, yeah. You're never off, Danny. I, I would dare oh, say too that your knowledge against Danny normally is a lot like if somebody that Jesus Christ. Mike Tyson. But today uh, you guys are pretty even. I think you could yeah, beat Mike Tyson. I actually, today. what I feel like today, I feel like I'm on a Danny level that could take Mike Tyson. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So my normal level. Yeah. yeah. Like when I w- <laughs> roll out of bed in the morning. Yeah. Whatever. Just like a Sunday. Whatever. We'll never let you live that. <laughs> like down. man, I didn't get a lot of sleep so, last night. So Time to fight Mike Tyson. Do you want to stretch beforehand? <laughs> nah. Nah. I'm good. So how good. about this uh, leak that a lot of people are pissed off that got leaked from the premiere? <laughs> but the Eternals mid-credit scene of Harry Styles being as an Eros. Eros, yeah. Eros, there we go. Yeah, uh, a lot of people are mad that they got leaked out so early. Oh, wow. They, they didn't get to find out. But uh, what's y'all's take on that? I'm not upset about it. I'm fine with it being Harry Styles. I, I don't, as as Ben was saying to us earlier, he was great in Dunkirk. He's he's sure. an actor in his own right. Mm. Yeah. He was in a boy band when he was a teenager. Like, right. that can't inform your entire life oh, God, after no. the fact. That wasn't, that wasn't the only story of his life, okay? Well, right. Well, also, I mean, come on. Has Which Papa Foggy really led us wrong with anybody else on acting besides Brie Larson? I mean, out of all those people, I mean, one out of all those, I can trust him. I mean, I, he probably knows what he's doing and who yeah. he's picking. And, I mean, uh, what I haven't seen this the leak, but what what happened in it? How did they introduce him as the character? What was, uh, was not, the not a lot of stuff has actually been told about that, no. on actually description-wise. It just says that mid-credit scene... It shows him, and Harry Styles plays him. So sure. Eros, superhero name, Star Fox, yeah. not the video game character. He's big into uh, pleasure, right? Huh? Isn't it like one of his big things is p- like pleasure? Right. Yeah. Thanos' brother. <laughs> so he's just a pervert, isn't he? So, t- I mean. So they pick Harry Gamora's Styles to bring in that female. Uncle. Um, <laughs> yeah, and he's, you know, he's. 
I don't know that much about him. I don't know a lot about the Eternals. So, yeah. but it'd be really interesting to see what happens in that storyline and what they connect yeah. from. I, right. I, I vaguely read a description like his biggest power is about pleasure. Yeah. And so I'm like, all right, they pick Harry Styles, which you you know maybe Kevin Feige's trying to bring in a wider, vaster <laughs> you know, audience. They're making a movie you about know, me. Bring in people <laughs> who normally don't watch it. Like, hey, let's put in Harry Styles. We'll gain thirty percent more people watching us. <laughs> Uh, Maybe. So. I mean, it's kind of the Dwayne the Rock Johnson effect. You attach his name to something, and you know you're going to get a bunch of people. Right. Not saying that Harry Styles is Dwayne the Rock Johnson God, no, in popularity, not. but like you know, they know what they're doing. Right. They knew they knew when they did the Eternals, and they cast Kit Harring- Harrington, and then um, son of a mother track, um, the guy that's the guy that was played uh, John Stark. Or Rob Stark. Rob Jesus Stark, Christ. yeah. I don't know his name. Uh, something, something. But like they knew yeah, what they were sense. doing when they cast those two guys. Because they're like, hey, reunion from Game of Thrones. Both are very well accomplished actors, but also that's a nostalgic thing for people to watch. So they know what they're doing. But yeah, really, really cool. Uh, excited to see. I'm kind of curious mean, what the other credit scene is. Like, we, I'm not really pissed that it leaked out. Sure. I mean, when they they also had a few scenes that have been released. I don't think they were leaked. I think they were just released. Right. And from what I've seen, it looks like it's a really cool, interesting movie. Like it's well made. You yeah. know, so excited for it to happen. Yeah, and another thing, like which we all see in the last uh, trailer, you know, they kind of acknowledge the name Superman. Sure. Uh, like, don't, right. I know, not trying to go down a rabbit hole, but like, you know, I know <laughs> that you know Happy's made a deal. You know, the comment about oh, you went and joined the Super Friends or whatever, but right. like. He literally said, all right, one of the guys that went to the premiere said... Thank you, Ben. Uh, you know, he mentioned Superman flying with a cape, shooting lasers out of his eyes. Yeah. A little bit more specific than they have in the MCU. MCU does not, besides a couple times even in the comics, acknowledge the DC universe. So it's probably more... But, but they said there's a second time that they cannot tell what happened in that movie, besides the Superman deal, uh, where they acknowledge DC again. It's... It's far more likely that the DC universe exists as a property. Like the characters are comic book and TV and movie characters, right. the same way they are in our world. Because because they know they'll never amount to anything or what they are as right. Marvel. I don't. Well, they're, I don't think we're gonna have. Too, all right, jeez. I don't think Superman's gonna fly through the back of an MCU movie. Is what no, I'm saying. Like no, I don't no, think no. we're gonna get that. Right. No. Yeah. No. I was just. It's kind of just a different. You know, them acknowledging it a little bit more than normal. Sure. Uh, yeah, with yeah. a little bit more detail and actually twice in one movie. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that they're gonna bring Superman in. I think they're just really trying to establish that. Hey, Superman's a figment of your imagination while Marvel is real. So S- Superman get his ass kicked by Captain Marvel. That's all I'm saying. Boom. Even so what else do we got going on, guys? Now that I just I dropped that I hot don't take, know how to approach that? <laughs> just leave it alone, man. Yeah, There's nothing so, to say. Uh, I don't know. Y'all want to talk about one more subject, or y'all want to go to? Are you done, Blake? Are you done? I'm done for now. No, yeah, yeah, for now. Jared, are you ready to be done? No, I don't think I'm ready to be done at all. Me neither. I'm not done with you yet either. <laughs> but <laughs> bring it on, mofo. Oh, where's our music? There it is. I got I got you so hard this time. We need time. Heather so bad. <laughs> I'm just going to set this up. It's, sorry, everybody. It's I'll keep take doing the music. Turn our cameras on. There we go. Okay. And... 
Jared, would you like to explain what we're doing here? Hey, what's up, guys? So we're going to do a segment called Are You Done Yet? Is it Are You Done Yet or Are You Done? It's just Are You Done. Yeah, I'll add another one. I thought about the movie with Ice Cube, Are You Done Yet? That's not what it's called. So basically, yeah, we, we uh, take a character piece and we uh, argue about who would win in a fight. You know, so it's basically the the grade school argument of who would win in a fight. You know, right. And this week we're going. Uh, Danny's got Captain America, and I have Iron Man. So straight right. out of the movie, straight out of iconic comic books, two of the most iconic Marvel characters of all time. And so. I'm just so excited to have Cap in this fight. Are you? No. Yeah. But. It's going to be a good time regardless. I believe, I believe that you can argue a good point. Actually, before we get too deep into this are you done, I do want to say that 5 to 1 last week. So yeah, you Danny, came out the victor. You, know, you got my vote this week. Green Lantern versus uh Nova. Green the Lantern came out on building, top. So ladies and thank you for everybody that voted. We appreciate it. Yeah. Um and uh tune in for this video when it hits uh and 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 uh, vote again. Very cool. So, very cool. So, um, Blake, you're moderating. All right, y'all ready? Hey, hey, listen. We're before we begin, before we begin, I don't want cheating like last week. Okay, Blake, you run a tight ship and you take care of that kind of crap. Yep. Okay? Nope. I no got more you. cheating. I will cut anybody off that yep. comes in. Nope. I got you. I'm just saying. Besides the rebuttal. We're, nope. We're good. We're respectable. So, operation. You tell me when I'm good to go. All I'll right. start the two minute timer. I'm gonna give y'all cat down three. Oh, Dan- Danny's first. So three, fancy. Two, one. Danny, go. Two minutes. So the epitome of human uh, – do you have a timer going? Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Uh, it's up. The epitome of human <laughs> achievement, ability, um, the very best version of everything that a human being can be is what the super soldier serum turns Steve Rogers into. He's not – a lot. Uh, something that people don't talk about a lot is that he's not just a good soldier. He's not just a great tactician. He's also a genius. He's not a creative genius, but he is a genius-level fighter sure. in the way that Muhammad Ali was a genius fighter, in the way that Bruce Lee was a genius fighter. Steve Rogers can look at any situation when he goes into a battle. He can evaluate the situation, and he can come out on top. He's done this by leading the Avengers, leading a team of superheroes, including Iron Man, that follow what Steve tells them to do because he's so good at it. Sure. So I can tell you that he knows how to exploit a good weakness. And while Iron Man does have a suit of armor, the main weakness of Iron Man is that there's a human inside it with emotions and he can be manipulated and controlled and led to um, expose certain weaknesses in himself. And whenever he does, he's going to get shield bashed or shield slashed. Or he may just open his visor enough to catch a super-powered kick to the face that Tony would not survive. Not only would he not win the fight, but if Steve hit him hard enough, he would kill him. And Tony would have no defense against that. So I believe that the main thing that Steve would bring into this fight is his ability to see a situation, see a fight, assess the difficulty, what needs to be done, and come at it with that je ne sais quoi uh, <laughs> That's that exactly only what I was Captain America say. has <laughs> and makes him the leader of the greatest group of heroes in his entire universe. Nice. I can't believe that's not two minutes. That's, yeah, uh, no, you get 12 seconds. I think the slow. timer's running slow, yeah. maybe. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so vote for Cap. And I mean, uh, and arguably, a vote for Cap is a vote for America. Yep. <laughs> he's also America's. Uh, yeah, he's not got America's ass. I was helping. Okay, I was helping. Do All it right. again. Do it again. I want another one. <laughs> Flag right, on the play. You ready for your two minutes? I, I mean, I'm ready for the Do two minute ishes. Yeah, yeah. Do you need it? I'll go. All right, here we go. Three, two, one, go. 
Is that you're good? Is my t- oh, is yeah. my time around? He's yeah. got your time. Last day go, you go. Oh, okay. I'll go time. whenever I want to. Just like, <laughs> just like how I won't listen to you and I'll go my own path. Tony Stark uh, blazes his own path in life and doesn't listen to anybody. So my opponent would have you believe that this uh, peak of human human physicality and perfection could somehow be able to open an Iron Man suit up like a can of tuna and just bash him in the face. But we're talking about the smartest man in the Marvel universe, it, it, for sure. In one of the top few, shut up. It, they they have described him as the smartest person in the MCU as well. But this guy is no slouch. He is a creative genius. He has a suit of armor. So this one we're going off of. So we decided that we we're going to go off of um, the th- number thirteen armor, the modular armor for Iron Man. Very cool armor. Uh, capabilities of being able to uh, switch out different stuff, but we won't get too far into that. But this armor alone has repulsor beams. It's got uh, it's got lasers. He even has an ability to uh, magnetize and bring ma- magnetized things to him, which everybody knows that vibranium and iron alloy is what uh, Captain America's shield's made out of, and it does re- react to magnetism. What happens when you take a weapon from a man? You make that man less dangerous. And if Captain America doesn't have a shield, that man is going to get whooped, okay? It's not the same fight. Iron Man is a brilliant tactician. He's got artificial intelligence in a suit that can analyze Captain America's fight patterns, if, if, which we saw in the movie, and it has the ability to be able to mimic and uh, and take people down. Super strong, very fast character, able to recognize things in real time. And I, I don't really think it's a contest. Cap is strong, but Comic Cap is not superhuman strong. How many? I got 23 seconds left? You, you got yeah. four seconds. And I, honestly, I think the fight's going to be as if Iron Man really wanted to put Cap down. Did you just? I just have 15 no, seconds. No, that's it. You oh, know there's you? a delay. I don't know why you're trying Speaking to use. Speaking of being able to see things, I stopped though uh, because <laughs> I don't cheat. Everybody yep, knows right. what I was gonna say. Okay. I, I hate that thing so much. It's <laughs> so stupid. All right, now we get a uh, oh, one one minute. Y'all going ahead. We're both head. talking now, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I keep yeah, forgetting uh, on this one. Yep. Head to head. Uh, he's gonna he's gonna blare out with his own bull BS. But yep, you ready? Uh, you tell me. Yep. All right. Head to head. Yeah, yeah we minute. got it. Yeah, here we go. All right, one, two, three, go. So, so listen, Danny. Here's my question to you: Do you genuinely think that while he is a man of peak physical, you know, you know, he's tactically better than Iron Man? I'll admit yeah, that tactically he's, he's better. But do you genuinely think in a fight where these two men are trying to subdue the other person into unconsciousness? That I guess my first question is: Is is Tony sober? Um, what's yeah, he we're under? talking. What, what what is he currently using? Is he is, are, is like, Cap currently really sad that he last lost Peggy Carter? Like, what are I we going to do? You like, that we're bring you said that without a shield, he's not a hero. But have no, you no, ever heard of the hero, character called less, Nomad? He's you know hold Captain on. America with no shield when he was still a hero in his own right and but, still fought. But in, in this fight, battles. you have Captain America with his shield, and I have Iron Man with his with his armor. In Without Cap having a shield, he's less dangerous. He's not going to be able to repel repulsor blasts. Or is he? He's not going to be able to, with what with it, with his good intentions, he's he going to turn get anything destroyed. into a weapon. Listen, he's a master tactician. Cap could Cap could defeat Iron Man with one punch, but Iron Man could defeat Cap with one punch. Look, if you're That's pulling sure. Captain America's shield to you with magnetism, you better hope he's not attached to the goddamn thing because he's coming at you. I want him closer. Yeah, I give him you bear hug. He'll closer. get knocked the f out. Yeah. That's all that had happened. At, at peak level human strength, I Iron do Man, believe Cap Iron could Man, probably rip the visor off of Iron Man's armor. Iron Man beats Cap at everything except for tactical ability. Done. 
All right. That was heated. I got excited there. <laughs> All right. Time for the rebuttals. Yep. <laughs> Victor Doom is One the One minute smartest. apiece. No, 30 seconds apiece in it. 30 seconds. Yep. Jeez. Danny, three, two, one, go. Uh, as I said, Captain America represents America's fighting spirit. <laughs> and we all know that uh, nobody can top America's fighting spirit, especially a drunk hippie. Uh, <laughs> some some beatniks kid who thought it was a good idea to put on a little bit of armor uh, because, you know what, he's a genius, but can't figure out a way to keep the shrapnel from getting to his heart without putting a big chest plate on. Like, honestly, you never wanted to take care of that, Tony? Also, maybe let's talk about the fact that Tony died and had to have his body cloned and had his mind put back in his body because he's such a good fighter. You shut up, Scott. You shut your mouth. All right, Jared. Tell him to stop. Two, one, go. So my opponent will have you believe that America's (laughs) fighting spirit is going to win the day. But you know what? I have good uh, just American engineering and values. You know, like you just put a Chevy Silverado around your body and you went to war. You know, that's what I got. And Iron Man is superior to Captain America in a fight in every way. Except for tactically, but when oh, these so it fighting, Iron Man has taken hits from Hulk. He's taken hits from uh, Captain Marvel. He's taken hits from Sentry, and his armor survived. This dude's gonna take a lot of pound, and he's eventually gonna get yeah, to he'll take cap. a lot of pound. That's all that's gonna happen. <laughs> he's talking to mine, uh, Danny. Give me Just talking. like Captain America right, cheating. You get two seconds extra. Uh, Danny's a stupid butt boy, so that's all I gotta say. <laughs> all right, well, Iron, Iron Man, 20, 2024 <laughs> Iron Man. All right. It's over. <laughs> stupid butt boy. Yeah, stupid, <laughs> stupid butt boy. All right, guys. So this video will be going back up on our Facebook, just the video by itself. Um, all you have to do to vote on this is to give us a reaction, a thumbs up for Jared, or a heart for – why did I do the same thing you were doing? A heart for <laughs> I'm a Captain America. Man. Or People me. want to do what I'm doing. Um, and we will count the votes and let you know who won next week. Let, let's do this real fast. Since Scott's here uh, visiting and doing the music, That's a great idea. let Scott pick our next battle. Scott, give us two heroes to fight, or heroes and villains, I guess. Or just regular people. You're doing uh, – it's a Halloween episode. It is oh. a Halloween episode. All right, okay. He can't. Talking on the mic real fast, Scott, so we don't have to interpret what you're saying. Do uh, uh, Jason Voorhees and Michael Myers, both in comics. Jason Voorhees and Michael Myers. Okay. So do you want to choose doing... who you want, or do you want me to choose who I want? You know what? You get first choice. I'm going to choose Jason. God damn it. Because, I mean, <laughs> come on. He's like the <laughs> Iron Man of, uh, of <laughs> Halloween characters. I, I really got hosed on that one, but that's okay. Yeah, you shouldn't have let me um, think. Yeah. Uh, Thank you, Scott. But, anyway, so, Jared, are you done? Yeah, I think I'm done. All right, let's go back to the show. Till next week. <laughs> Till next week. <laughs> Got all my excitement on. <laughs> all right, welcome back. So, uh, that was the best one we've had so far. I think it was really it was good. Yeah. good. Yeah. 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 I think Captain I feel America like y'all really, truly get heated it. this time. Yeah. yeah. I got well, a little... Mainly Jared. We're going to continue this conversation tomorrow at <laughs> work, most likely. So, uh, so uh, y'all hear about Tom Holland and his little uh, snippet that he said about, you know, this is... He, they didn't know till the end of No Way Home that, you know, pretty much Wayne Waite came out was like, this is him and uh, Ozendaya and who plays Ned? 
Uh, I don't know the guy. Anyways, this is like Jacob their last, something. Yeah, like their last three. There's the last time them three is acting together. Uh, but Tom Holland is actually up for another contract uh, in the MCU, which we know he's going to renew it. Sure. I mean, he's got to. But uh, for him to say that and still have one more left on his contract, uh, I mean, what, what do y'all think he's going to be They said in? they're treating it as the end of Spider-Man's series. No, no, no. We know it ain't that. Yeah. But Maybe they're just not going to focus he, on Mary Jane and uh Yeah, but he, I mean, Mary Jane Ned's out of it. So do you think either, A, Spider-Man's going to be after No Way Home transported to the universe away from them? Uh, B, do you think he will show up in a Fantastic Four movie for, one more, for another debut? Or do you think it's uh, going to be an appearance in the Secret Wars on down the road? So I'm willing to bet that what they're talking about is that they've focused really heavily over the last six years on solo Spider-Man films, and he's been interspersed throughout the Avengers films as well. Hmm. And I'm willing to bet that very similar to Iron Man 1, 2, and 3, they're going to switch to focusing on only using Spider-Man in the big MCU films instead sure. of having... Um, solo films for him so all of his character development changes everything that happens with him will happen in the big crossover movies as opposed to solo films for him they've basically told a beginning middle end for his character as far as uh, character development and being kind of the friendly neighborhood Spider-Man that's very cool also great too because I was reading that uh, Marvel just re-signed on for the Daredevil series from Netflix so they're going to be uh, making and producing this series with what I would assume is the same characters and the whole same setup. Yeah, that's, uh, what, that's what I heard too. Yeah, yeah. But and, w- and with Daredevil potentially being in Tom Holland's uh, universe, you could be able to continue having stuff where Tom Holland's popping up in New York City right. doing stuff. Without well, they announced that they're bringing Punisher back. Oh, my god, He's getting his own series. They've also announced that Jessica Jones is coming back. I enjoyed. I like Jessica Jones in the comics. Jessica Jones, yeah. No, I thought Jessica Jones Netflix series was pretty good. I I like the Jessica Jones Netflix series, except that all of her fighting was throwing people on the ground or onto things. Like she never threw a punch, really. She fought like Steven Seagal. Yeah. Like. Really, yeah, but like yeah. not even good Steven Seagal. Like yeah, the, like over the, the hill. Like now Steven, Steven Seagal, Seagal when he's like. Yeah. And then Ugh. people fall down. And then he goes and eats a hamburger. Right, yeah. <laughs> I'm too tired for this shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's so interesting now because we're going to start seeing situations where these actors can go into different movies because we started seeing it you know, in phase two of the MCU where characters were joining together or there's just situations where they'd pop in. But now we're getting to the point where the MCU is going to be so big that in order to further stories for continuity, you're probably going to have to have you know, a couple of heroes in a movie just to be able to continue the storyline because Guardians of the Galaxy, they're way out in space. The Eternals are probably going to deal with space and different things like that. We're going into multiverse realms, so it's kind of crazy to think that you would even have a solo film without multiple Marvel characters right. in it. So it'd be interesting to see. I mean, it, it's so exciting to see what they're going to be doing Keep rolling for, a second, for the future. Oh, yeah, like th- this next, you I mean, this next vamp couple with me? Huh? Let's vamp. You want to vamp? Yeah. About what? Just anything. Let's just talk about it. Yeah. Let's talk about it. But, uh, <laughs> no, next couple of years, so, uh, it's, it's going to be real exciting for real MCU. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Because uh, it's just go- a completely different take and turn uh, that we've been used to over the past 11, 12 years. Sure. And you know what's crazy is the Avengers as a whole have always been popular amongst Marvel, but the X-Men are almost, I dare say, would, are dwarf the X-Men characters in a lot of ways in popularity. Would you say that's correct, Danny? 
like the X-Men characters as a whole are, were more popular than the Avengers in the comics coming up. Like the X-Men was, was I'd say through the nineties yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, so, especially with the popularity of the X-Men TV show. Sure. So, I mean, yeah. going forward, being able to introduce a lot of these characters that were really fan favorites in the nineties and situations like that, like, like we're going to start seeing a lot of these uh, characters come out and that's going to be really the golden stuff. Cause I mean, they took Iron Man who was, popular at certain points but not crazy popular uh recently and made him into a global you know like people know who iron man right. is you could say iron man in a lot of countries and they're gonna know who you're talking oh yeah about. i mean yeah. and that's and crazy he's one of the most loved characters I yeah mean. and i mean they they took guardians of the galaxy which was also a comic book series which was really kind of on the back burning like b comics uh coming up and you know said f you guys we're gonna make a movie and it's gonna <laughs> make a lot of money right and now that you know now they're household names too so i mean whoever they bring out whatever they do as long as they stick to their whole uh their formula they're gonna do great and i'm just excited to see all these iterations like yeah. could you imagine x-men fantastic four some of the avengers all together fighting like a galactus or like you know some sort of just huge character in the you know the marvel universe oh, all man. together like yeah. yeah that's crazy i mean in, i never thought endgame was gonna happen like endgame to me was, was so huge. crazy yeah, yeah that and infinity war like was what you talk about as a kid you know it's nuts so looking forward to stuff do you yeah. still want us to and talk also, to so, yeah so we're gonna we're giving away <laughs> Sorry, we're giving away four tickets over the next few weeks to go see the eternals at the premiere on uh what is that the fifth November fourth, yeah. the premiere it's for all of us peasants. It is a day. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, it's already premiered. Um, yeah, it's uh, the fourth, I believe. But anyway, as a way to give that away, or as our contest for giving that away, we're doing a caption contest. So um, we are we we picked our winner for the first caption contest, and give I it away, just give it away, give it away. I'm now. what I'm trying to do. Well, my computer's running so slow. Um, I'm trying to add that image. Um, that we used for the caption contest. So give me just a second. Yeah. So anyway, Blake, back to our deep There you go. And it's on the it's on the there live page. There's a caption We're getting photo. pretty good at So this is the oh, image yeah. that we are captioning. Actually, Scott, the guitar player for Blood of Kings is also our graphic designer and Hi, uh, he designed this. So yeah, it looks great. Scott's yeah. in our all, human all chat. Caption this photos look great. Yeah. yeah, so I'm going to go – I want to briefly go through the captions we got and who we got them from, and then we'll announce our winner. Um, so we got uh, – where did I put them? Damn it, Danny. Nope. <laughs> you know you know who wouldn't have hesitated to get information up? Iron Man. He would have had all that information <laughs> up in just a second. Like Jarvis. Boom, he, right, yeah, right, yeah, right. and he would have been out if flaws. Iron Man would have made a great podcaster. Yeah. So. so first we had uh, Mike Casey, longtime friend of the show. Um, he captioned and he said, uh, when Marvel and DC are having a legendary crossover battle, but you can't be bothered because you and those khaki shorts of yours just have to check out what's in that tote. He also did another one. So he did two um, captions. His second one was, when you order your Captain America from Wish.com. <laughs> Get this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's Cape Girardeau's ass right so, there. <laughs> uh, Buddha Shemwell said, and this is why the penguin has to wear a monocle. <laughs> uh, uh, well, yeah, that's a terrible place to fire off your first bullet. Um, Jody Lee Meredith said, I can fantastically finesse felonies all day. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> um, 
Did she we, really do the laugh too? The yeah, it's in nice. there. Uh, with touch. a penguin emoji, no less. Nice. Um, Crystal Stewart, she said, uh, step aside, good sir. Your shield will not delay me. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then our head writer, unfortunately, because she's head writer for the company, cannot win, but we do want to go ahead and give her a shout-out. Uh, Brianna Bright said, I'll show him. I'll shoot him in the legs because he shields the size of a dinner plate, and he's an idiot. <laughs> Um, so that is England is... German? No, no. It, uh, so that's a <laughs> no, that's actually that's an old Vine thing, and it's uh, a, the, where they joke about how easy it is and how stupid Captain America is. But, you're so old. Uh, he's not yeah, stupid. Well, yeah. So you didn't go through a Vine phase? No, I love Vines. You're only do it for the Vine. Six years younger than I me. miss Vine. How, I, I, I never Vine let me ask Vine. this really important I mean, question. I need to know this. How do I know about Vine and Katrina was into Vine and you're directly in the middle of our ages and you think that listen, I'm Katrina's too old for an old soul, man. That's true. Like, <laughs> I I was too busy just, you know, doing cool stuff, man. Just so uh Buddha Shemwell actually the is the yeah, our winner. The we drew, um, so. so that was the and this is why the penguin has to wear a monocle. <laughs> um, we we kind of chose that as our favorite. So, um, Buddha, we will be uh, tagging you in Facebook if you're not currently watching. But um, you can meet us at the theater the night the movie premieres at seven o'clock. Bring ten thousand um, in unmarked bills and a helicopter. Yeah, all of that. So we <laughs> have our next caption this image up on our Facebook page. Um, go to Comically Inclined and comment on it, and that will get you in the running for next week's drawing, which we will be doing. Next week. Next week is where I was going with that. Attaboy. Um, yeah. <laughs> Katrina wants to know why she's an old soul. So We don't have enough have time to... for that, hey, though, Katrina. Katrina. So, yeah. that, as always, I want to say a big thank you to our sponsors, Blake Hickman Construction, uh, Drop the Mic DJ Service, and especially Picture What Designs, who designed our logo. Um, yeah. We will be talking about our top five horror characters, or scary sure. characters, um, next week, as well as our... Uh, are you done featuring Jason Voorhees and Michael Myers? So tune in for that and a brand new Make Mine Marvel. Also, uh, I don't have a musical guest to announce for next week yet, so I'm working on that. Blake, you want to sing but next week? Y'all do not want me to. You sing You guys next should do week. a doo wop. I think that'd oh, be great. Yeah, I'm the down two for of that. you. Listen, if it's a can it's a scant? hard maybe. Can you scant? Yeah, I can scant. All right, I'm not gonna do it right now. But I can okay, scant. we'll just do a Jason Mraz song me and you together yeah that's perfect i love it so next week tune in blake and jared will be singing for you guys in an all-new uh musically inclined because it is but for comically (laughs) inclined i'm danny and we will see you guys later bye